Gail King. Out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumb questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call her one? Yes, it's okay. Funky dog head. Whoa. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off before we come get you. Before we come get you. That's what he said. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La, la, la. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is hour four of Jesse Lee Peterson's stream. Thank you, Jesse. Shout out to YouTube, Periscope, DLive.tv. Shout out, guys. No chess. Move along. And Mixer.com slash JLP Talk. Thank you to the faithful few over there. That's nice. And, of course, Talk Stream Live. Thank you, guys. We are streaming also on the player on JLPTalk.com. And what you just heard, that vulgar thing, well, it was expressive, though, was um, Snoop Dogg, better known as, actually, he's not better known as Calvin something, 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 long name (laughs) from Long Beach, Strong Beach, California. And um, he was venting about this journalist woman interviewer, old lady, older lady, not old, right? She's 65, but... Um, confronting uh, and questioning and bringing up the old dumb rape accusations against Kobe Bryant, who was the basketball player, famous basketball player, got killed in a helicopter crash a few weeks ago on a Sunday morning. During my, during my show, by the way, The Hake Report, he should have been tuning in instead of, instead of flying home from church with his daughter and whoever else. They all died in a car, in a in a helicopter crash, in the fog, flying in the fog, when even the cops were not flying. What a shame. But he's dead now. And what are the women doing but bringing up the old rape allegations, the old hashtag Me Too movement before the Me Too movement existed. From 2003, some woman accused him of rape or something, and I don't even know, I don't care, I didn't pay attention then, and I'm not going to pay attention now. (laughs) Because men are constantly, all men, yes, all men. (laughs) There's this hashtag called yes, all women. Yes, all men have been falsely accused by women of harassment, rape, etc., etc., (laughs) etc. Assault, verbal abuse, and mess. And nobody points out, well, very few point out both sides, what both sides do wrong. Men do wrong, and women do wrong, but the women doing wrong... They're not accused for it. I talked about this a little bit yesterday on the Hake Report Sunday morning on Hake's channels, my channels. But I just wanted to play this for you because I had said during Hake News this morning, during the maybe the second hour or third hour of Jesse Lee Peterson's show, I read the news, and I said Snoop Dogg said something, something B-word addressing Gail King, this reporter woman who brought up these accusations again in an interview. And I paraphrased that he said to shut up, B-word, or we're coming for you. (laughs) And Marcus Jones, who's a faithful viewer in the chat, big fan of Jesse and me. He loves us. It's like a love-hate, I think, maybe. (laughs) But he's all, James, you're a liar, such fake news. He didn't say we're coming for you. And so I played the full clip for you guys. The record is corrected. He said, um... What do you say? Or before we come get you. <laughs> yeah. So 
And I think that he, j- I don't think he was physically threatening her. I think he just meant, even though that is kind of physically threatening. I think he just meant, and some of them would, some people, say, psycho people, angry people, would physically threaten and attack her. And so it's, it's inappropriate to say that, right? But he probably just meant we're coming at you verbally, right? Like what he just did. That's how I took it, you know, because you got to cut some guys some slack. <laughs> a little, but it was wrong for him to do that. And people say it's a threat. Yeah, it is. But I don't think he meant it like that. But it was wrong. And uh, there are psycho people, like I'm repeating myself, there are psycho, especially blacks, angry people. Death, she got all kinds of death threats too over this thing. But she was evil for bringing it up. And the CBS, um, I told you during Hake News, the CBS president, Susan Zirinsky, Z-I-R-I-N-S-K-Y, a woman, president of CBS News, she defended the anchor, of course, right? But she's backing up herself, honestly, because the, because the anchor, this Gail King woman, black woman, 65 years old, friend of Oprah Winfrey, and brought up this thing and kisses up to the Me Too movement, black female feminist, kisses up to the black thing too. But um, she started to try to throw CBS under the bus. She's all, CBS took this clip out of context. I may play her statement. It's four minutes long, kind of long, but I may play what she said in response to all this backlash that came against Gail King. But other men are up, black men in particular, are upset with her, saying, and you heard Snoop Dogg, the rapper, he's a rapper. He was accused of murder, but he got off. Um, So he's innocent unless proven guilty, right? But, um... He said, how come you didn't bring up Harvey Weinstein? And to me, to me, honestly, how come you just don't leave it all alone? It's not your business what happens between men and women. But the women want to stir up the trouble and the feminists and they want to... The, the blacks want to bring up Harvey Weinstein and the whites want to bring up whoever. <laughs> whoever, whoever the black uh, villain is. Who I, I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, it's dumb. They should be like, no, this is, this is an attack on all men. But, you know, the blacks identify with the black thing, which is a shame. But she didn't, this CBS president called it reprehensible that Gail King was, was threatened, right, over this incident, over this, her <laughs> lack of discretion, let's call it, in bringing up rape accusations against a dead man. That's nasty. Slimy. But um, she didn't call it reprehensible. That the woman, that these women are gossiping about a dead man. And so I don't have the clip for you of what Gail King actually asked of um, Lisa Leslie, who is a black WNBA player, 47 years old, former player. I think she's a coach now and friend of Kobe Bryant. Uh, but according to Gail King, part of it, part of the reason I don't play it is because it's, it's like CBS owns it, and CBS is the one that copy-striked the Jesse Lee Peterson channel one time. And we couldn't stream or upload videos longer than 15 minutes for six months. It was crazy. It was brutal. That was when copyright strikes were heavy-handed by YouTube back in 2015, 2016, or something like that. Maybe even a little earlier. But... Um, a lot of guys are going after him. Bill Cosby liked, appreci- he tweeted from prison, <laughs> appreciating Snoop Dogg for going after her. At least, like, bringing up, what about Harvey Weinstein and all these people? I don't know, maybe Harvey Weinstein is innocent. Maybe not innocent, but not as guilty as these women are claiming. And I think they share in the guilt. Um, 50 Cent talked about it, he's another rapper. Slightly unclassy at times. O.J. Simpson talked about it. I have the O.J. Simpson clip. He was actually, he was actually right. O.J. Simpson is a a black man, former football player, football star from the 90s and and maybe 80s. But he was accused of killing his wife and her somebody or ex-wife and somebody that she was allegedly with dating or something. And he got off. He was, they acquitted him because maybe 
the glo- he pretended like the glove didn't fit or it didn't fit or something. I don't know. I don't know the case. I was a kid. I just remember the car chase. I was in high school. There, he he led the police on a on a slow speed chase. But um, he's out of prison for other stuff that they got him on later. And he's ca- talking about it, too. I have this clip for you. Let me just play O.J. Simpson playing this, cl- talking about this. Uh, the other thing is this Kobe Bryant, uh, Gail King thing. Uh, I'm not the most objective guy when it comes to Gail, Gail King. Uh, a few years back on national TV, she made a comment that it was inappropriate for me to be visiting my ex-wife grave, something that me, my uh, family, and uh, friends on special occasions and birthdays and Christmas and stuff had done for years, and I couldn't understand why it was any of her business and why she would say that on national TV. Uh, I know this thing about Kobe, she's gonna claim journalistic integrity. Whole lot of people got journalistic integrity, didn't feel that this was the right time to do that. Uh, there'll be plenty of time in the future to bring up all aspects of Kobe's life. Right now, we should be celebrating the greatness of Kobe Bryant. God bless Kobe and his family. I'm just saying, take care. That was classy. I think that was fair. So, a lot of guys are unhappy with how these media reporters, and she opined on his visiting his ex-wife's grave that he he is accused of killing her stabbing her to death crazy murder actually but i don't know who did it some say that he did it but i don't know um you know what before i get to calls let me just show gail king responding to this controversy do you follow what happened kobe bryant dies he's a famous basketball star well-loved black man by all races honestly he, like, didn't really court a whole lot of controversy. Yeah, he wore an I Can't Breathe t-shirt one time, like a bunch of the basketball players did. But he wasn't, he wasn't like, off the deep end militant Black Lives Matter supporter, necessarily. He was just black, didn't know better. <laughs> black brainwashed, like the rest of them, you know? Half of them. No, more than half. 99. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but he was well-liked, and... Uh, then he died, and then they bring up these old 2003 rape accusations. And it's, what, 2020? 16, 17 years later? Well, okay, here's Gail King. And I'm just going to play the whole thing. I may have to, like, talk and yell over her a little bit because it does get a little boring, but just bear with me and watch this with me. <laughs> Gail King. I've been up reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And... I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context, and when you see it that way, it's very jarring. It's jarring to me. I didn't even know anything about it. I started getting calls. What the hell are you doing? Why did you say this? What is happening? I did not know what people are talking about. So I've been told or I've been advised to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you. People will troll you. It'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me because I really want people to understand what happened here and, and how I'm feeling about it. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really wide ranging interview, talked about many things, his career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well, what she thought, where that should stand. And I thought she, it was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off. During the course of the interview, I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear. 
And at the end, when she said, it's time for to leave it alone, I, as I said, I thought that was powerful. And I insisted, I insisted that that part be in the interview because I thought that it put a nice button on that part of the conversation. Um, when the interview aired, we got a great reaction to it. Um, I talked to Lisa last night. I believe that Lisa was okay with the interview. And I felt really good about the interview, really good about the interview. So for the network to take the most uh, salacious part when taken out of context and put it up online for people who didn't see the whole interview is very upsetting to me. And that's something I'm going to have to deal with with them. Uh, and we will, there will be a very uh, intense discussion about that. I also want to say this, I have um, been with Kobe Bryant on many social occasions. Uh, he yeah, was very yeah. kind and very warm to me, and I felt that we had a friendly relationship. I too am mourning his loss, just like everybody else. I still am shocked by it. It's tragic and untimely, and the last thing I would want to do is disparage him at this particular time. And I, I, I hope people understand that. And that's why I'm taking this time to speak to you directly. I've never done one of these before. I didn't even, I, I've never done one of these before, but this was so important to me that I felt I had to say something. I don't want to sit up on a set and read a prepared remark. Uh, I wanted you to hear exactly where I'm coming from and how I'm feeling. And to let everybody know that no disrespect intended. <laughs> and now I've got to go to work. Uh, I thank you for listening. So my question is, does, was she just playing innocent? Playing the innocent like, oh, I didn't expect NBC News to take the most dramatic, interesting, juicy, gossipy part of the interview and just clip it? <laughs> or, and is she just playing innocent that she just wanted to make sure that her, that his friend Lisa Leslie, the black uh, female fellow basketball player, that was who was friends with Kobe that to get her on record and just really press her on that on that rape question stupid rape question or it does she know what she's doing and she's just playing innocent is she playing innocent or did she, is she really not aware of what she was doing because in that culture in the media culture and in the woman type feminist type woman culture that she's in the hashtag me too culture that they encourage in that culture, it seems like a no-brainer to ask questions about a dead man, old accusations that have been already dealt with and handled, and they're not even supposed to be bringing it up anymore, right? Wasn't she paid off like $6 million, according, according to somebody? That's what I heard. That's just gossip. I don't know if it's true. Paid off, and in some cases, even when you're innocent, or even when you're not guilty of what you're being accused of, you still pay off the people when you're a powerful person. You just want to not deal with the headache. You don't like to do it, but you do it. I've heard many guys across the political spectrum say that stuff. And non-political guys who are just celebrities say that you just pay them. I mean, you just have to. And that's evil because it only encourages this madness. You know, false accusations. And how do you prove a false accuser is a false accuser? They should be... We should really be frowning upon public accusations in general. They should handle it privately if it is if it was real. Anyways, um, so does she know what she's doing, or is she just uh, swept along and caught up in the moment? And is she just playing innocent, or is she just really that dumb and evil naturally? <laughs> does it come natural, or are you just I don't know I don't know what I'm asking, but does she know what she's doing, or is she does she know not what she does? Either way. I felt, I feel that bringing up that stuff is wrong. Because he's, like what Jesse Lee Peterson always says, and I hear other guys saying it, he's not around to defend himself. And so you're just smearing a, a dead man over something that's completely in question. Nobody ever is going to know what the truth is. I say innocent unless proven guilty. Anyways, that was, I just wanted to share that with you. Is there anything else from this? That's pretty much it. I do have, oh, let me give you, well, you saw pictures of Gail King when I showed you that. 
if you watched the video. Let me get to uh, Sandra out of Michigan. She wants to comment on this. And then I have some other things to touch on. Sandra out of Michigan, nice to hear from you. What's up? Hey, hey, James. Thank hey. you. Um, I'm not real familiar with this story. I didn't read about it, so most of what I know is from what I'm hearing from you. Right. But when Gail King says, I didn't know my network right. did this, <laughs> that means she's taking responsibility. That's her network, and she doesn't know what's going on. Exactly. Or there's a, there's a chain of command, and no one filtered any information to her. You know, what would she expect? Of course, CBS News is going to play this clip. It's it's juicy. It stirs up controversy and it gets eyes on her interview. I'm even tempted to go watch the interview a little bit of it. (laughs) I might might not ever do it, but even as a network, it goes to show you how if you're left, you know, politically. Yeah. That how insensitive that they are. Because no one took in consideration, here is a woman, his wife, no matter what this man's indiscrepancy was 17 years ago, they maintained their relationship. They maintained their marriage. They had a family. And she's not just lost her husband. She has lost a child. And she is trying to deal with that. And they're bringing up a sexual indiscrepancy 17 years ago, yeah. that the two of them somehow managed to work through and <laughs> right. stay together and have a wonderful family. Yeah. But they have to destroy that and destroy this woman with things like that. Because and his kids. she's emotionally, you know, overcome with, with um, right. you know, with mourning. I can't imagine losing a child, much less your husband, but to lose both at the same time. Yep. You know, what a difficult thing to try to get through. And it's how tacky of a network to go back and bring up something like that simply for the fact of trying to get attention. Yeah. That's all it is. But you you can't put it past them. It's a moneymaker. It's an attention maker. It's ratings. Right. And to bring in more viewers and yep. make more money. And so, but it just shows you the lack of integrity, the lack of civility, the lack of empathy yep. on, on the left. It isn't there. They don't care as long as it works for them. You know, it's funny. They, they crossed the wrong guy because Kobe is so loved by, like, everybody. There, there's... Very few people who dislike Kobe Bryant, even on, even on the right, because you know he's he was pretty liberal probably, but everybody liked Kobe, and so you bringing that up when he kept his nose generally clean, yeah, is is just shows you that these women will and these uh, liberals will go too far, and and well, you know what I really reason people. about these liberal women. Uh, and feminists that are supposed to be um, protecting and watching over women against these toxic males. <laughs> right. Why don't they stand up for these uh, young girl athletes where you've got transgender men right. competing against them? Yeah. Why don't feminists stand up for them? These girls have worked and worked and worked to participate in a sport they're skilled, but you can't compete against somebody who's four inches taller than you, <laughs> has a larger heart, right. longer legs, and a more muscular structure. Yep. Where's the fairness in this? Why aren't feminists screaming? That's not fair. The old school ones are, and the old school like lesbians are, but the newer ones, uh-uh, they're on, they're on the side of the, the men who want to be women. <laughs> And this is the insanity of it. Yep. You say, all right, where's the fairness? Let's look at all these people anatomically. They don't... This one's the same, this one's the same, this one's the same, this one's the same, this one's the same. Oh, this one's completely different from everybody <laughs> else. Yeah. That they don't believe in one... science. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is what it is. That person anatomically is a male 
regardless of they think, if they think they're female, that's their right. mental problem. Yep. So where, you know, where is the fairness of that? How do you, in logical thinking, how do you balance that out in competitive sport? I know. Thank you, Sandra. You're so right. Appreciate it. Nice to hear from you. Okay. Good to talk to you, James. All Bye. right. Take care. Let me get to Rich out of Palmdale, California. Rich, what's up? Yo, what's up, Hey. Hey, good to hear from you. Hey, I just wanted to touch in on that, uh, that Kobe stuff. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, if, is it me, or do you notice that every time there's like a, well, not every time, but a lot of black famous celebrities that are loved by a lot of people seem to get accused of rape randomly by people? Yeah. Or is it just me? No, I don't think it's just you. It's I think it's quite frequent. And Like uh, Tupac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, Tupac, huh? Tupac at Crazy. that time was li- like one of the biggest rappers ever. Yeah. You really think he had to rape a girl? Every girl. I know. Throwing, him, throwing themselves at him. Same goes with Kobe in L.A. Yeah. He was like the champion of the world yeah. in L.A. You really think you have to rape a girl? Like, come on. Yeah. I know. He it's had Brandy. He had all them baddies. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? They they throw themselves at him, and then they supposedly these guys go further than they wanted or whatever. They Whatever the story is. But the point is, you shouldn't even be having the sex out of wedlock if you're a girl. Or you should, and these men shouldn't even be having it out of wedlock. Lesson learned, to be honest. And and did you um did you know that that girl who accused Kobe of rape had like three different type of sperm in her panties DNA when they That's, investigated? I had heard something along those lines. Yeah, and had, people expect to. Are you going to believe a girl like that? Yeah, fair point, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, what yeah, is she? Hey, Say that again. I also wanted to. I also wanted to ask you a question. Okay. About, it's like a, a whole other topic. But, All right. Uh, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. I'm not going to disrespect you or nothing. Let me just ask you. <laughs> All right. You don't have to be honest. I saw a video last time. Well, not last time. Like, I think yesterday or something. I was just watching the JLP show. Yeah. And uh, somebody had asked Joel, um, what does he think about oral sex? And oh, um, He asked? And, uh, somebody JLP, asked that? Yeah. 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 Man, you didn't see that video? He posted uh-uh, I don't... With that little, like, nasty clam meme that he used to, like... <laughs> uh, oh, you, uh, yeah, I think... Remember that? Okay, yeah, I vaguely remember this, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, I remember Jesse's response more than that. Yeah, yeah, he said he said that it's gross. Well, well my yeah, question yeah. to you is, um, do you agree with Jesse? Basically, yeah, I think I do. I don't know if I would have, have described ever- it like that. You don't, you don't have to ask this, but have you ever went down on a girl? No, man. I haven't done that stuff. He's lying. Why would you say that? I'm lying. I, I mean, <laughs> what planet are you from? I'm from I'm from Hakeville. The Hakes were very sheltered growing up. We didn't. We never did that stuff. Damn, it wasn't even crazy. appealing. I guess I'm from a different generation. Yeah. Well, it was. Um, it was like a sheltered Christian world, and you know, the, both. Both worlds have their pluses and minuses, right? Like, my mother probably went too far with the Christian thing and the rules-following thing and kind of beat that type of morality into us, whereas it wasn't natural. It wasn't like... It was led by mama rather than led by God or, the, or manly thinking, logic. That's good, I hear you. Yeah, so it I was... was I felt that it was... A little. Um, I wonder what Joel would have said. What Joel would have said? <laughs> I think he <laughs> would. I think he would say nobody's business, <laughs> which is fa- heard, a fair uh, answer. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's why I said you didn't have to answer me. But I just wanted to see what you said. Right but on, I heard Jesse saying, I heard Jesse saying that men do it to like please the women or whatever. Right. I don't think that's true. You think they do it for, to get something back? Nah, like if I when they, I did you it, think they I did like it. doing that. Yeah, I wow. liked it when I did it. It was out of my pleasure. Yeah, interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, people have all kinds of crazy perversions and attractions in in nah, the fallen state. Nah, right? even no perversion. No, it's I know, just, but I don't, you, I don't know. You didn't think of it as that, but um, it was just funny the way Jesse uh, explained <laughs> it. Was it eye opening? Was it like, oh man, I didn't think of it that way? It was just it's <laughs> crazy. He, Obviously, from a different time or something, because 
Is that like, that clip is out there? Yeah, it's okay. like a separate little clip. Okay, good. <laughs> so look it up, guys and gals, if you want to get red pilled on um, on perverted sex. <laughs> I think Jesse's right, man. You don't think that you don't agree with Jesse? Uh, that it's gross. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> That's fine, man. I appreciate the question. That's interesting, Rick. Rich. <laughs> uh, no problem, man. Take care, man. Keep keep it up, you too. Thank you. All right. Yep. Bye. So, let me, before I get to uh, Robert and the rest of you guys, let me just quickly, oh, hmm. You know, guys, I want to play this clip three, I think, uh, Nick. I emailed, so since I have uh, more of Jesse's audience on, on this stream, let's see how many guys do I have on here. I emailed the White House on Saturday, and I told them, I said, hey, uh, to dear Mr. President Trump and everybody at the White House, except for Eric Charmello, <laughs> he's the so-called whistleblower. I don't know if he has he been ex- escorted outside out of the White House yet. But anyways, I said, dear Mr. President, or or not Mr. President Trump and everybody at the White House, please shine a light on the crisis in in manhood or men and families and anger in the country. Because we're having a lack of men and a lack of families or broken families, too. And then there's a whole lot of unneeded anger in the country, in the country. And... Um, also, and I told them that I think that, uh, President Trump sets a good example as a man leading and dealing with situations, dealing with life and all that. And he's just being honest and cutting through the lies and the unnecessary division. There's necessary division and then there's unnecessary division in the country. (laughs) And, um... And then I said, I also request, and also for this reason, this, I recommend and request that you meet with Jesse Lee Peterson. Colin Flaherty calls him the most important man in America. Colin Flaherty being a honest, an honest journalist who for years now has documented black-on-white crime and black mob violence and black hostility towards other races, toward the elderly, and just general, the out-of-control black behavior. And nobody addresses that at its root, like Jesse Lee Peterson. And it's something that's actually affecting, well, this loss of manhood and all that stuff is something that's, that's affecting all races, men and women. And um, this loss of men, this loss of family, and this anger. So, um, I recommended and requested that Trump meet up with Jesse Lee Peterson. And then, um, so isn't that a nice idea? You could email the White House. I, um, I, I tweeted about it on Saturday and posted the link. If you go, like, to the White House and contact, and there's, a way, there's an email form that you can do. I recommend it because um, I totally agree with Colin Flaherty that Jesse Lee Peterson is the most important man in America. And let me just play you a clip um, from a few years ago when, you know, Jesse Lee Peterson's always talking about rebuilding the men. And this is something that I posted on Twitter when I tweeted about it. So here's Jesse talking about why it's so important to rebuild men. Take it away. We are uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family. By rebuilding the man. If you don't rebuild men, it's over for society. Goodbye. Even if a Republican president took over and Republicans took over both houses and made work come back, they lowered the taxes and businesses start booming and whatever, whatever happens, if we don't rebuild men, it's still over for society. Society would not return as a more society until we rebuild men, until men turn back to God and guide their wives and children in the right way to go. If that doesn't happen, you have nothing. 
take my word on it. And Jesse said that way back in 2013, and he's been saying it, to be honest, for 30 years now, right? Bond's 30th anniversary. He's been saying even if we get a Republican and a solid Republican, like we never expected, to be honest, like President Trump. And I know some of you guys have your criticisms. But we never expected someone like Trump to get in office. And we didn't even know that Trump was like Trump. (laughs) And uh, so he's setting the example, Trump is. And he's changing the culture, awakening people. There's a lot of people awakening to manhood, to Christianity, to all that stuff. After seeing both how Trump is and the evil reaction to Trump. Trump drew out evil, and that's why um, Nick woke up, because he saw the crazy evil, disproportionate evil to Trump. And a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't blah, 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 blah. So I didn't, it wasn't Trump that woke me up, but it was the crazy reaction against him. And that's true. But Trump, by being himself, drew that out of people. And that, that changing in, um, that changing of the culture, it's really changing of the spirit. Amongst a lot of people that you see on the Jesse Lee Peterson show every day with the callers calling in, waking up, many of them, men and women, and coming to church, many of them, or seeing the fallen state around the world, Australia, everywhere, um, Sweden, (laughs) Um, South Central. (laughs) Uh, That is, that's way bigger than the wall or sending the illegals back, or any of the, or even um, social media censorship, if we have men back to being men again, then we can overcome all that stuff. Even all that policy stuff that the Democrats are going to try to reverse anyways, with this new way forward, bringing all the illegals back back here. I almost said back home. <laughs> um, if we have men again, then then they can't stop us. They can't stop Trump, and he's one man fighting against even his own cabinet, because he's kind of foolish with some of his choices, in my opinion, and in many of your opinions. He's bringing in the swamp. (laughs) But um, he's also draining the swamp in that a lot of people, a lot of the swamp can't hang when he's there. They have a revolving door at the White House, and then people in Congress, rhinos, retiring, resigning, all that stuff. The only black Republican, and he's mixed, Will Hurd, retiring, (laughs) resigning, or whatever. And he's young, he's like in his 40s, resigning from Congress, going to go in the private sector and try to be an activist from there. But he's a rhino, he can't handle Trump. He thinks Trump is racist when he told the, um, the progressive women of color to go back. And so Trump is setting an example, but how much more powerful if he, because um, he's a listener, if he listened to Jesse Lee Peterson's points so clearly and just shined a little bit more light on it, on the on the crisis that there's a lack of men and it's affecting all the races. So I just thought that would be a nice idea. Go ahead, go for it, right? Email to White House. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and there is, there are major problems facing, or let's call them symptoms. All of these things, the social media censorship, the lack of a wall, where there is a lack of the wall because the wall is going up. The um, illegals coming in, the attack on Trump supporters, and all that stuff, all that evil, the abortions, and everything. That's just because of, those are just symptoms of the root problem, which is men not being men. I just think Jesse's right. No. Do it. The White House. I think it's whitehouse.gov. Let's try it. Whitehouse.gov slash... Contact. Whitehouse.gov slash contact. Hopefully it's not a porn site. It's not! (laughs) Anyways, let me get to some calls, and let's keep on going. Robert, out of Florida, first-time caller. What's up, Robert? What's up, James? Hey, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. Yeah. I called because it's my birthday. I've never called before. Oh, nice. Might as well now, right? Right on. 21? 21? Nice, nice age, as Jesse Lee Peterson would say. So, Robert, (laughs) in Florida, first-time caller, this song, and I'm going to copy Jesse because I have nothing else, but that's fine. This song is for you. (laughs) 
birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Not too off-key. <laughs> right on, Robert. Happy birthday, 21. Right on. That's that was cool. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, man. Thank you for calling. It's an honor to wish you a happy birthday. How'd you Thank find the you show, so by the way? I've never called. I found the show a few months ago. Not a few months ago, like almost a year ago. And I just started listening like every day. Because yeah. Jesse's message is just like my dad taught me. Nice. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how it was for me, too. I, it was recommended to me. I came to church and I started coming to the Sunday services. And it reminded me of, like, the no-excuses mindset that my dad had right. towards, towards me. Like, no, you don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can do the right thing, basically. And, um, I mean, yeah, the of ourself, you can do nothing. It was like, but it was like my dad, but even better. It was like, it was the truth. <laughs> you recognized yeah. it as the truth. So, and it rang true. Some of it was, like, taking me, t- it took me aback. Kind of like that other caller that was asking about, mm-hmm. about that nasty sex stuff. Like he was taken aback by it. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you think about it, you ponder it, and in some cases you realize it's true, and in other cases you still like what? But it's probably he's probably right. He's right yeah. about everything else. <laughs> so, yeah, it's when you see, then you realize that it's true. Yeah, like Jesse says, it's like when your eyes are open, you know. Nice. That's cool, man. Was it through YouTube? Yeah, it's through YouTube. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm grateful I for. That. I'm grateful for YouTube, even as as evil as Google is and the YouTube employees are. Um, the people, the creators, and everything, have made it a, a the platform to be on. And a lot of people have found us through YouTube. Is as evil as they are, we used it for good. That's cool. Right. Yeah. God uses all sort all forms for good. Yeah. Know, even if they're evil. Yep. <laughs> nice, Robert. What are you? Are you white? Are you black? Are you um, oh, Japanese? You can't guess. <laughs> what did you say? You can't guess. I was. I'm guessing Dominican. <laughs> Dominican. No, I'm gonna guess. I don't know to take this. I'm gonna guess I'll African immigrant. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my gosh! I was born here. Um, my both my parents are legal immigrants, and I was born here. Nice. Um, from Peru. South America. Okay. Wow. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Anchor baby. Anchor baby, but from legal. Were they, <laughs> no, they did they were become? Legal. They were legal. Yeah, they're legal. Right? They were already legal. Nice. Yeah. Did they become citizens? I'm just curious. Yeah. Once they came here, they were citizens. Oh, okay. They lived so, here since. Like, so you were, like so that. you're not even an anchor baby. They became citizens before you were born. Oh, yeah. Nice. My dad came here off, off a scholarship for being, like, having the highest test scores in his in his uh, capital of his country. Nice. We scalped him. We scalped him off of, <laughs> off, off of Peru. Scouted him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. He, he's gone now. He passed away from cancer. But wow. he left me with a really good knowledge of God, you know? So that's important. Nice. Right on, yeah. Robert. That's pretty young to, for him to be passing that early when you're only 20, you're, I mean, you're only 21 well, now. It was when I was 17, but yeah, Dang. it was hard adjustment, but. For sure. You know. You're out of the house? You're out of your mother's house? I, I moved out for a little bit. Recently, uh, came into some complications and she moved in with me. Oh, man. But I'm working on getting my own place. Nice. Saving up my money. Do it. I started working because I didn't. I didn't work until I started listening to Jesse. He's like, you know, get a job. <laughs> right. I got a job. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Have you have you talked to Jesse yet? No, this is my first time calling. Okay. Well, right on, man. Hope to hear from you again, and good luck with that. All, all right. That stuff. And Thank happy you, birthday man. Have to a you, great man. Day. All right. You Thank as well. You. Wow. That's cool. Told you guys, people. I mean, he was already raised right, but um, he's. Started to do the right thing because there's as good of so-called families that, sh- that we a lot of us have Even like the best fathers They're still like off on some th- some stuff. So There's a lot of things that You got to wake up to so that's cool Let me get to mark out of Idaho. Oh, man, mark <laughs> Keep it clean for me mark 
Can you hear me? Uh, Lauren. Mark? Lauren. Lauren? Oh, Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. Lauren, keep it Lauren. clean for me, Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. Okay. Um, quick, even, quick even, comment if it's, on, um, even if it's anatomically sorry, accurate. Even if it's anatomically accurate, kind of keep it like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, <laughs> I know we had the problem a couple talks ago. Um, I know. <laughs> what, even, even though I, th- I, mean, I said the P word and the V right. word, which I thought is pretty... No, it's normal. You're but, fine. You know, you're, it's just I, I it's want, just that I'm even I I'm probably more squeamish than Jesse or I don't know if squeamish is the right word, maybe it is. Beta. But no, it's I, like no, I, I try to keep it, it like you you're, you're a little um you're a little square. <laughs> right. But honestly, That's I, the right word. But I mean honestly, I wish I was raised like you because I got into so much garbage young because Yeah. You know, I was trying not to be square. So I appreciate your viewpoint. Plus, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I love your show. I don't want you to get fined or any kind of <laughs> problems with the FCC. I mean, honestly, that would be a worse thing. I appreciate so that. So anyways, man. my yeah. comment, my comment is about, uh, you had a caller that was talking about going going down on women. Right. And you had a conversation. I don't know if people realize this, but in March, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, came out with a, uh, a study that showed that 48% of African-American women are infected with the herpes simplex virus. Wow. And, yeah, this is a big story. I remember it's back in March. The NWACT sued the Center for Disease Control to get the corroborating um, details and study. Yeah. They won and they got those details, and guess what the details showed? That the study was correct. 48% right. of African-American women are infected with the herpes simplex 2 virus. Wow, that's wild. So I would just, I mean, yeah, I would just have young men really rethink that whole thing because yeah. it you're not going to get AIDS from it, but it is, it is a lifelong disease. Yeah. That's so, what I've heard. I just want to put that out there. Just want to put that out there. Fair warning, um, man. I appreciate that. Fair warning. All right, James. Take care. <laughs> Have a great week. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Yep. Peace. So, speaking of that, <laughs> I have um, a new T-shirt design that I'm working on for the Hake Report. This one is, this is a Jesse Lee Peterson one. It says, never, ever, 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 ever. Never, 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 something like that. Tell a woman your problems. And it says, but never, ever, 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 <laughs> tell a woman your problems. And it says, Jesse Lee Peterson right here. And this is a nice, I think it's like military green. This is the tri-blend t-shirt. Very nice. Feels good on the body. <laughs> I think Jesse said that one time. It's funny. Um, very good quality stuff. We try to we try to sell the the better quality T-shirts. We have the tri tri blend one, which has fewer color and it. This is a little heathered. That means it has the, the little bit splotchy gray things. <laughs> it's not like a solid one color thing. This color. Yeah, yeah. Zoom in on it. See if that will work. But um, there is also the premium, and it's called it's next level brand. It's a good fit, at least for me. Probably be an even better fit for like I don't know, Joel and the other these guys. Nick is exercising again, yeah. working out. Um, so that's Teespring.com/stores/Jesse Lee Peterson, and I hear that um, we have new designs coming, but I have one that I'm working on, and uh, this was a suggestion inspired by something I say kind of commonly that I'm. Like, not even necessarily conscious that I'm doing it. Kind of like, so, at the beginning of my show. Although that's now kind of on purpose. Well, it is on purpose because someone pointed it out that I do that and requested a t-shirt that said, so, (laughs) with a bunch of O's. But, um, I say stuff like, speaking of what we've just been talking about, I say stuff like, disgusting, shameful. (laughs) And so my friend Mark, who listened to the show, uh, requested a t-shirt, and so I made a design and, and showed it to him, like, and it said, disgusting, dot, 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 and then on the back, in a cool font, too, and then the back it says, shameful, period. Although, like, if you see a t-shirt with the back on it and it says shameful, 
It sounds like the person is feeling ashamed of themselves, himself or herself. It's just a woman wearing it. And um, so he recommended, don't you think it needs like a, your face on it? <laughs> a lot of my t-shirts are now having my face on it. And so I should do like a, I should do like a, <laughs> where I go, I, I make my face like I'm saying the D and disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> and then I should do a shh. Shh, or shh, I don't know. I don't know how exactly to put my face for shameful. <laughs> and so, like, on one, on the front side, I have my face disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> and on the back, I shame. Anyways, so I was just kind of posing right now in front of the camera. Hopefully, I can take some stills from that and then turn it into a graphic or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll hire Nick to do it. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's cool. Trump versus the scum of the earth. You know, Trump is firing a bunch of people, I've heard. I heard that he fired Vindman. Did I hear that on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, too? Vindman is this guy who... <laughs> Jared and Ivanka? <laughs> Wishful thinking dialogue. That would be awesome. I don't know if it would be awesome, but... They're a little more on the liberal side, maybe a lot more on the liberal side than from what I would want. I like what Stephen Miller, the young, radical, um, anti-immigration, if you want to call it that, um, young Jewish guy. He, was, he grew up in, in uh, Santa Monica, used from a liberal family, and then he read Guns and, Guns and Ammo magazine. By that guy Wayne Lapierre, that who's the one of the head guys at the NRA. The NRA is going through kind of changes, but I think that Wayne Lapierre may be a solid guy. We should have him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, just to talk with him, see what kind of man he is. He seems solid though. He's the one who said, "Which when you need it, just one of the one of the ways to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun." He said that after the, um, I think it was the Connecticut school shooting by Adam Lanza, the maladjusted young man who was living with his mother. Um, and that he's right. Rather than f taking the guns away from the people. Anyways, um, this Vindman guy and this Son Gary Sondland, all these dumb, lame, wannabe, they call themselves, and the liberal media calls, excuse me, calls them public servants. You know, they go out of their way to call them public servants. They don't call Trump a public servant. <laughs> it's so phony, these people. That's Gary Sondland. Well, I'm looking at this at the delayed. But these people, <laughs> Vindman, he was, I don't know if he was in the Navy or something, but he was playing up, wearing his full, like, um, Marine-looking thing. They were cussing at, the, one of them was cussing at the trial? Anyway, or, I don't know. Swearing before Congress? Oh, with their hands up. Yeah, yeah. Um, acting like they're so somber and they care about the country and this phony stuff. Well, what does Trump do? Fire them. Right on. Because those people are traitors to the country. If you're, if you're in the government and you're against Trump, you're against America, really. Seriously. If you're against Trump, you're against America. I think that's how Trump sees it. I think he knows that. And he's getting rid of them. Rightly so. But then this dumb former FBI agent, watch this. Um, it's, a, it's a tweet. Turned CNN analyst, dumb woman. I think she might be a woman of color. I'm not sure what she is. She looks, her name is Asha Rangappa. Looks Indian, maybe. I don't know. But former FBI special agent, lawyer, faculty at Jackson, Yale, tiger mom, or tiger-ish mom. So she's a mom um, and a tough mother. CNN analyst, that tells you everything you need to know, to, to be honest. Editor at Just Security, I don't know what that is. And then she just talks about her hobbies. Well, she lives in New Haven, Connecticut. Um... Asha Rangappa. I don't know how you pronounce it. But then she has her, 
on her um, profile at the top of her Twitter profile. Of course, she's on Twitter. You know, the Twitter liberals. She has a picture of her. I guess she's getting sworn in or congratulated by who? But Robert Mueller, the Rhino who was investigating Trump in the Russia thing, and he got a bunch of former Trump guys, like innocent Trump guys, like uh, Michael Flynn. But she has his picture with herself as a younger woman. Pretty lady, I guess, but she's not American. <laughs> not pro-America, certainly. Um, this woman tweeted out about Trump firing these people. He's all, when Barr, as in Attorney General William Barr, starts hauling these guys into soccer stadiums for their public show trials, and that's a reference, right? Will Republicans finally speak out or nah? And she quote tweeted this report re- report that Sondland is out as well. And Gary Sondland said in a statement, I was, a, and he was the one, he was one of the dumb guys who testified supposedly against Trump in the impeachment trial or to impeachment hearing, I should say. I was advised today that the president intends to recall me effective immediately as United States ambassador to the European Union, which we shouldn't even have a Euro- I mean, we shouldn't even kiss up to the European Union. But that's what he said in a statement, this Gary Sondland guy. And thank God for firing these sleaze bags, or whatever you want to call them. Is that inappropriate for me to call them that? <laughs> They're sleazes. They're sleazy people. Fake! And this woman says the soccer, fi- soccer field? And that soccer field thing is a reference to, um, to, um, I guess, Pinochet. Who's Pinochet? Is he the Chile guy? I don't know. Or one of the Middle Eastern countries where they take people out in the, in the stadium, you know, in the middle where the, st- where the stadium is looking and, um, do a show trial and execute them or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's so dumb, pretending that, that, uh, Trump is like a dictator. Obama was like a dictator. Um, what's his name was like a dictator? Uh, well, you could say W a little bit, I guess. He, he expanded the government, definitely. Expanded this whole spying on Americans thing. Um, so did, uh, so did uh, Obama, definitely. And Clinton was, was a sleazy guy. But no, they just want to pick on Trump. Weak. So I'm I'm loving how Trump had one guy escorted out. <laughs> was it Vinman that he had escorted out? Rightly so, man, because Vinland was making a scene like he was so pro his country and stuff. Bye bye. <laughs> like Trump says, get him out of here. <laughs> Throw him out into the cold. Nice. Thank you, President Trump. Bringing back manhood. Um, by the way, there is a Trump rally today. So Although I do have a 90s show that I am working on from the Jesse Jesse Peterson show, 90s episode. Should I put it out early today before the rally? Because the rally is going to be at 4 p.m. my time. So should I put it out like early or should I put it out tomorrow evening, afternoon? What do you say? I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll let you know. But stay tuned. We will be, uh, hopefully, if if all goes well as far as the um, technical stuff of putting it together. And editing it and stuff. Because I have to put the two... It's a two-parter episode. Many of Jesse Peterson's um, 90s episodes. He's been around putting stuff out in local TV. Award-winning stuff. Um, but he does it across multiple episodes. Like half-hour episode on one Monday. And then the next Monday they had another half-hour episode. Part two. Series. Sometimes three parts. And four. But anyways... We'll let you know. Stay tuned. Be ready. <laughs> I'm thinking we'll let the Trump rally do, and then Tuesday. That may be the way to do it, but we'll see. Um, let me get to my favorite caller, Mays, out of Dayton, Ohio. Oh, my gosh, I'm overtime. Mays. Oh, yes, you are. I can do it quick. Yeah, James, thank you. what do you do? What do you do? What do you call Caucasians that hate Caucasians? Like the Democrats hate the Republicans, the Republicans hate the Democrats. The Caucasians. What I do you call, call them, them. I call them white anti-white racists. 
Oh, that's what you call them. And also, um, yeah. I have another question for you. I guess I have to call and ask you tomorrow. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's what I wanted to know. When when y'all hate each other, what do you people? What do y'all call each what other? Do call blacks, what do you call it when blacks? What do you call it when blacks hate blacks? With, like most of them do. Just black people hating each other. Yeah. And yeah, we don't exactly. call it racist. See, y'all call it racist when somebody say something against you all. We want to know I what don't. you call it when when y'all when y'all hate each other. I don't call it racist. Got a whole lot. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right, Mace. That's I why racism. I have one thing to say. Now, this 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 running for president thing had nothing to do with nobody but Caucasian people wanted to keep a white man in office and nobody else. <laughs> it had nothing to do with white people, Hispanic people, no other people. We just sit like looking at you and laughing. Right on. Y'all fighting each other. So you voted for y'all Trump. About to a, y'all about to create a war against each other over this. Uh, over this uh, government. You voting for Trump? Which doesn't make any sense. Blind following. What? You voting for Trump? No, I'm not voting for Trump. I don't have no reason to be voting for Trump. Who are you going to vote for? I might vote for Bloomberg. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. And what if I did? Don't I have a right to? No, you He's shouldn't. He's a businessman. <laughs> He's a businessman. He's a businessman, too. <laughs> All right, man. Nice hearing and from you. And a That did business is not, probably not crooked like the one we got now. You have a good day. All in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> All right, Maze. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Uh, the Report dot com and uh, JLPTalk.com for the Jesse Lee Peterson show. All right, guys. We'll see you.